0: I do, I do miss the lady I woke up I do miss that lady. You are a married man, right? Uh Am I? Am I a married man? <laughs> am I? <laughs> I? No, I, I apparently, you are a robot.
1: Oh no, (laughs) Zayda's discovered the visual button. In 2024.
0: This is such old man energy. (laughs) (laughs) I've looked at this guy and I'm like, this could, this avatar, this visual avatar could not be more and less me at the same time.
1: This is seriously, the fact that he didn't go with a dog face or like, you know, cat ears or something,
0: because that's usually what the old people do. It's making me think of. That guy that was, he did like a Zoom call, like during the COVID thing, and then he had turned himself into a cat. And he couldn't get it off. And he didn't know how to change it. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh no, how do you change this? Uh, But yeah, this is the real me. I'm not, uh, I I wish I was a robot, but uh, unfortunately that's like as as good as it gets. Um, Yeah, anyway. Away And Salaam Alaikum to episode 59 of One Million of IGN's Watchlist. I'm your host Zaid Krill, alongside a triumphant trio of nerd. So I think with the Kerman, think himself, Kerman Kluter, the nerd from nowhere, Shadley Desai. And the second Shamla Ding Dong. Patel Papa You know, they're so funny. Mm-hmm. The one time I said, uh, who? The second Shamla Dong. And then Shadley, I think it was Shadley. Shadley was like, who's the first Shamla the <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that was obvious who the first one was. Um, what's his name? M. Night Charmelan. M. Um, as you can hear, did not here to defend himself. He would have jumped in immediately. He is presently indisposed, um, but hopefully he will join us um, at some point randomly as the episode goes along. Um, so it's the 16th of January. We did our last recording the beginning of December. Um, when we spoke about Smile, which was episode 58. I hope you listened to that episode. It's a good one. Um, And then we nominated Christmas movies. And by some miracle, uh, the movie that won was Family Switch, starring Jennifer Garner. uh, And what is his name? Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms, yeah. And and various other actors. It was like a Netflix Christmas movie. Uh, And The Grinch not winning, which was like, like how did how did that happen? Um, so we are a bit late in talking about this movie, but it's fine because we not great the movie to begin with. Um, it's it's fine. It's it's aggressively mediocre. It's we'll put fine. it that way. Yeah. I mean, That's I laughed. Cute. I did laugh. I did have like occasional laughs, but the further away we've gotten from the movie because we watched it like a, almost a month ago the less I remember. But for those that maybe don't know, Family Switch is a 2023 American comedy film directed by McGee, which I guess, (laughs) (laughs) um, starring Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. The film is based on the 2010 children's book Bedtime for Mommy by Amy Krauss Rosenthal. It was released on Netflix on the the 30th of November 2023. And it's basically like a version of like Freaky Friday. It's like a body swap movie. The like the difference though is, is that it's like a whole family. So it's like the parents swap bodies with the teenage children and hijinks ensues. But I honestly, the only, only real joke I can remember was like the cringiest one where the mommy and the daddy are in the bodies of the teenage children and they have like... A romantic moment where they like kind of remember um like what's missing in their marriage and stuff and they like sparks fly between them but it's like that a teenage rager party <laughs> that was a bit awkward and then the inverse of that was the scene where the teenagers are in their parents bodies and the mother's friends keep insisting that they should kiss and because they don't know what to do they like have the most awkward like face smashing because <laughs> it was not kissing but I mean that that was I think, the, it, my, my, I
2: think it did what it what it wanted to do. It was a cute family Christmas
1: Netflix film. My favorite thing in the whole movie is the band name Daddo Alive,
0: so I'm a sucker for a, for a stupid pun.
2: I did love that.
0: That's that was it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun like it's a fun movie while you're watching it, right? Like it's not like not like while I was watching it, I was Checking the time or like, oh, when is this gonna end? I was never like annoyed while I was watching it, but I don't think I'll remember this movie. Just, just, yeah. Like it's,
1: the problem this movie has is it's not bad enough. Yeah. if it was terrible,
0: <laughs> it would be memorable. <laughs> Might even be, but somebody said if it was it would be better if it was worse. Yes, yeah. yes.
2: Seeing as it's been a while, do you remember any characters' names? Are you crazy? <laughs> um wait <laughs> wait
0: wait 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 I think they are the Walker family. I would say like Coco, or Fifi or no. I don't know. I would say
2: like I, what if to say Mimi, maybe.
0: I don't know. I don't know anybody's no. name, but I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm opening the the Wikipedia page again. Yeah, Jess, Bill, Cece and White Cece? Did you see, I was close. Oh, it was close, Coco. Listen, but I remember have there was T a a a four yeah. <laughs> genetic white people names, and I wouldn't believe you. I mean it is what it is, right? So it was like a fi- like if I was to score this film, I'd probably give it like like bang on five. It was dead center mediocre. Mm-hmm. There was nothing about it that I was like, I dislike this, it's bad. But it's just completely no- So like it's bang on average, five out of ten.
2: Personally, if I was scoring it on a scale specifically made for cheesy family Christmas movies, I would rate it slightly higher.
0: I don't even know about that though. Eh? Because you see, the other thing is like it's not even really a Christmas movie.
2: That is true. Right, <laughs> like,
0: like this like this Christmas I'm... in the beginning, like right in the beginning with the mother and the father doing like a <laughs> the uh, like photo. a Christmas dance the other one into the family photo. Which just on a side note, right, like, so like I'm Muslim, Shamiz is Muslim, so now it falls on you, Kervin, <laughs> you have to answer this question, <laughs> right, just remember now, you represent all Christians globally at this point. <laughs> Not
1: even religious, <laughs> but okay, okay, I, did, I, I represent the
0: commercial Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like, is this, like the Christmas family photo, is that Never like a thing, or is that like an American thing? We've. Never, I,
1: I know some people that do it, um, but they few and far between.
2: I've had an American friend send me, like, their family Christmas card. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I, think you it, like,
2: I think it is American.
0: Like, it's a, sp- yeah. a particularly American thing. Because I, like, uh, I think I first became, like, aware of it, like, in... Uh, like the like the eighties or the nineties or something, like because from movies, from people yeah. talking about it, right? And it's like a, a, you know what? Maybe it might have been it might have been an episode of Seinfeld because this is the kind of thing that Seinfeld may have may have uh, you know spoken no, about. It's, it's, just, it's not Seinfeld. Maybe, but I, I rewatch Seinfeld. Not to like, like, <laughs> well, I mean something. At this it was a at least
1: was a festive. A festivus family photo, because that's the thing by celebrating their festivus.
0: Yeah, so it's like um, you know, like family, you take a family photo and then you turn it into a postcard and then you send it to people, and like who's on that list is also like there's like a whole social hierarchy yeah. thing. It's like I'm not I'm not on their Christmas family list, so that means like you persona like there's like just layers there that... that yeah, the few people I know that do
1: it don't bother with all that. It's take a family photo and upload it to social media and wish everybody Merry Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not my understanding of that. But like in the States, it's like a physical thing. Right? Yeah, people so... make The best example of it that I saw though was uh, I was watching, I think it was Conan O'Brien's um, podcast, uh, Conan O'Brien his Friends. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's It's... He's a good guy. He's like right. Anyway, he was interviewing, I think Daniel Radcliffe, right? And so they were talking about Daniel Radcliffe being in um, the Weird Al Yankovic movie, mm. which um, I haven't seen, but I- I've seen the trailer, and it's exactly my kind of thing. I'll definitely watch it if the opportunity presents itself. Anyway, so apparently uh, Weird Al Yankovic like does this, right? He um, there's like lots of celebrities that he's close to and he sends them his Christmas cards. But the, the, apparently he sends exactly, he takes a new picture every year, but it's the same picture. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like him and his wife and his daughter or whoever, and they pose in exactly the same way and nothing changes, but it's, they take a new one every year. But apparently this year, Daniel Radcliffe is in that picture. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> instead of instead of uh, uh, you know, yeah. Reda Jankovic himself. And nobody noticed because he sent the same. Oh, that's same, hilarious. Because it's exactly the same person. And then um, it was only really, if, if I'm remembering the story correctly, like he tells like, you know, I'm actually in the picture this year. And then like, I was like, oh my God, looked at my Christmas picture. It's not weird, Al. Like they like didn't even <laughs> look at the thing, or whatever. So I suppose, yeah, that's just a funny anecdote. I'm telling you as if I participated into it, had anything to do with it, um, which I did not. Um, but yeah, is that your final word on that? Um, only Christian person? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you you are the authority. Yeah? You are the, <laughs> the supreme voice on this. Yeah, so anyway, Christmas fam photos. But mm, like the movie was... Like, you know what annoys me, though, is that like, It was like the last movie of the year, man. And so I would have liked to have watched something that was, you know, liquor and memorable and whatever. But fortunately, check the segue, guys. We did watch a lot of other movies last year and some of them were memorable. Um, So like, let's talk about... What was our favorite movie? No, let's talk about either. that fake excitement <laughs> first. <one. laughs> no, I was completely sincere. Don't you worry, I have no fake emotions. That sounds like you're about to sell me the latest revolutionary <laughs> mop on TV. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, but wait, there's more. No, if you call in now, you'll get these other Christmas albums for free. Can you believe that was a thing? I actually yep. remember watching those adverts where they tried to sell you like 15, like I'm sh- like really showing my age now. When the guys used to like sell music, and it was like, Shamiz, does this ring any bells for you at all? Since you are like I'm a listening? baby, like they used. Still- I'm not a baby, but thank you very much. <laughs> you like no glow? I have no grey hair. <laughs> one, one grey. I have I do to... know glow I
2: used to watch infomercials yeah. for fun Did and you?
0: Yeah, and because and
1: when you were, were sick and you, and you and your parents didn't have emnet, but I... <laughs> <laughs> what, it? So what about like the mean green vacuum machine
2: thing? Yeah, the mean that green, is, green like... mean
0: machine. No, I prefer <laughs> the lean the lean mean factory reducing grilling machine.
1: Ah the from uh
0: George Foreman. yeah George Foreman's lean it? mean factory reducing grilling machine. I had machine. the George Foreman grill and it, but did what it needed to do. <laughs> <Does> it work? <laughs> like was it like for real? was yeah. it genuine
2: it was a great it was a great appliance until it broke 10 years later so it lasted oh okay wow time.
0: okay it's well, like the champ so like as part of the glow mail thing they used to like one of the it wasn't glow mail per se but it was like in that whatsapp group of things mm-hmm. right these guys would like come on and they would try to sell you like album compilations right but then there's like maybe like one popular artist in there like like there's a Elton John's greatest hits or something like that, right? And I mean, even in the late 90s, early, oh, I think it would have stopped by the, 20, by the 20s, the yeah, 2000s. By the but 20s. like in the, in the mid, in the late 80s, mid, mid to the mid 90s, even then Alton John was like, I wouldn't say he was an act, but he wasn't like a, like top 40 radio. Huh? Let's put it that way, maybe. So like, he's the most famous artist. And then it's like these random people that you've met, ne- like Helmut Lottie. <laughs> like who's Helmut Lottie but and, you like, people, people, yeah, but I, back like back. I probably know who Helmut Lottie is because of this albums and then it's like 20 albums <laughs> but if you call now like now right, then you'll get these other four albums free like these Christmas records from like I don't even know who like these people and that was like a thing that really used to happen and it's like now we have Spotify so if you want to listen to Helmut Lottie I'm sure he's on Spotify but like Glowmail and Voda. what was the other one, man? What was it's another one, man? I think they still have shops. Like around and like, yeah, yeah, they do, they do. Um mm-hmm. but like it was like Mad on TV. So yeah, anyway, they were trying to sell you shit music. And it was like a subscription service also. So if you did it, you could like get like you'd get more records as the time was going you on. You get
2: shit music for years.
0: You can get shit <laughs> music for years. <laughs> Bang on. That's the voice of the youth right there. Um, so, like, we watched, like, a bunch of movies this year. We didn't, like, there's 52 weeks in the year, right? And which which logically would mean that we would have, wa- like, should have watched 52 movies. It's like an episode a week. In fact, we watched one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally have to count it now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's very good for us. 14, 14 episodes out Blame of 52. Let me come. Yeah, they did, they did have a lot to do with it. Not not gonna lie, there. that was part of it. But of these 14 movies, I like a lot of them were actually like legit bangers, it was like really, really good movies. I think we watched more good ones. Than bad ones, so um, I'm gonna run through them quickly. Then um, you tell me, like, just first one that comes out, like that, that that you the that, that was the best one, right? So it was the menu, Top Gun Maverick, Twilight Eclipse, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One, Hereditary, The Mummy Returns, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I saw the I light. I that. I saw the light. No, everything. <laughs> <happened>. oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Instagram. I mean, uh, I enjoyed
2: Tom Hiddleston in *I Saw but certainly not the
0: movie. Um, not even and, he could say it. But... Not even him. *Shakespeare in Love*, the original Italian job from 1960 something. Tick, tick, boom. OG *Mean Girls*, because that's something Which I have to say now. Um, Smile, and then of course *Family Switch*. So, like, so your favorite was *Everything Everywhere All at Once*. And *Mean Girls*,
2: but it feels unfair to put *Mean Girls* in there because it will
0: always trap everything for me. Um, I I think for me, I have like a favorite, but like the movie that I enjoyed the most, but then a movie that I think was the best. Uh, like Objectively the best. So like the movie that for me, that was objectively the best was Hereditary, even though I'll never watch it again. (laughs) Right? No, No. But I think my favorite movie of those is it's a toss-up for me between Mean Girls and Shakespeare in Love. Um, I like Shakespeare in Love way more than I thought I would have. And it was like, like I said when we recorded that episode, it was like, I can't believe I hadn't seen this movie and I don't understand why people don't talk about it more. But like, It should be in the same discussion as movies like Pretty Woman and Dirty Dancing. Like one of those movies that just like... Like a at the risk of sounding misogynist like Kervan, like a chick flick, you know, like 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 one of those ultimate chick flicks. I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought. But I, like I, enjoy- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Didn't love it that much like you did. Mm. <laughs> I,
1: I really loved
0: it. it, yeah. I would um,
1: say for me, and I'm, I'm I'm a bit indecisive, but if I had to pick, if I was forced to pick, both favorite and best, everything everywhere all at once. It was just... I would say
2: the best movie was Everything Everywhere,
1: all at once. It was just was I mean, just. But my favorite movie
2: was The
1: mean Girls. Uh, everything Everywhere, all at once was just a wild ride from start to finish. Completely creative. Every time someone in Hollywood or someone accuses Hollywood and says, no, there's no creativity in Hollywood, just point him at that movie. Just point their face at that movie. That's It's a
2: wild good I can never look at the Vienna the same
0: way, you know. So it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stuff in that movie where it was like, if that wasn't in there, it wouldn't have the movie wouldn't have been diminished. Like if the Vienna think <laughs> if the Vienna thing wasn't in the movie, it wouldn't have changed the movie fundamentally. But it's like it's like good seasoning, man. You know, like it's like a little bit of a little bit of lemon juice uh, on a on a um, on a uh, what, am I, what am I thinking of? On some uh, garlic, li- lemon, chicken. <laughs> yes. <I am>.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, or like um, someone said, like a little salt in um, in a chocolate milkshake. Mm. Right. That's also like an odd combination. But it works. Like if you didn't add salt to a chocolate milkshake, it would still be a great chocolate milkshake. But apparently you add some salt and it just goes through the, through the, through the roof. Um, but, but for that movie, I think about it. I mean, I've seen
1: it now I think and I just still don't know how they pulled off certain things not from a technical perspective from a filmmaking perspective as in how did you make a scene where it's two rocks with googly eyes
0: on and mm-hmm. you make us mm-hmm. clear about it <laughs> it's like, that's something that a lot of like a lot of people have said that about that it's movie like, there was a I, I absolutely like, love
1: the blending of
0: genres it's it's yeah it's amazing yeah. it's like I know a lot of people. I wouldn't say that. Like, I wouldn't say they didn't enjoy it. It's maybe not the right term. But they were like, they didn't understand the film, right? Like a lot, a lot of that film is also tied to the immigrant experience, well, right? So, like, because, like, uh, well, um, what is uh, what is the actress that plays Michelle Your daughter's name again? Um, uh, Emily Chu. Yeah. No. Yes, Emily. I think it's Emily. Wikipedia, they quickly IMDB. Um, who was like robbed, robbed of best supporting actress. Like I like Jamie Lee nope, Curtis. That's not but <laughs> but Sorry, she, I she um it's not Emily Sue, man. It's seems too much. uh I'm like feeling like mildly, mildly uh yeah. Racist because I cannot remember this one. Like it's every Asian woman. Stephanie, Stephanie Su. Stephanie Sue. Thank you. Stephanie, not Emma. Could you not have found that a little bit earlier before I said it was a racist against Asian people? <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, she should have She should have won like the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She like, should have. I love Jamie Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I, I do think that there's an Oscar-winning performance in her because she's a good actress and whatever. But not this one. But it wasn't that one. It, like, it definitely wasn't that one. Um, but, yeah, like, a lot of people say that about The Rocks, say, eh? like, they'll be like, I don't I don't understand why I was so interested in The Rocks with googly eyes. And I can imagine when the executives were, like, the people that financed this film when they were reading the script. Yeah. Like, what, what convinced them to, like, yeah, okay, we will give well, tens of millions of dollars to have this film shot?
1: Well... If they signed off on Swiss Army Man, which was the director's previous movie,
0: then yeah. Have any of you ever watched Swiss Army Man? I have seen that movie. Huh? It's just as, <laughs> I, I, I will mince no words, it is just as fucking weird. <laughs> 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 uh, you know what the basic premise is, Shamiz? At
1: least that's um, I I think think it's, as good, good. it's as good. I don't think it's as good. I don't think it's as good. You know what the basic premise is? It's, You're it's, gonna tell um, me? Uh, Paul, it's a Paul Dano. Paul, Paul
0: Dan- Dano and Daniel yeah.
1: Radcliffe. So Paul Dano the is a guy actress. that gets like, he gets like shipwrecked on an island, and he finds a, a corpse, washes up on the beach, a corpse played by Daniel Radcliffe. Um, so he essentially tries to get off this island. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that happens, but he tries to get off this island, and essentially uses Daniel Radcliffe's corpse for everything. So, like uh, the corpse has got gas balled up in flatulence. So, you'll use it to like propel himself through the water and, and, you know, ride the corpse and everything that everything he tries to do to survive on the island is using Daniel Radcliffe's corpse. It's, okay. it's, it's,
2: a, All right.
0: it's like it doesn't, like, you see, that that was the expression that most <laughs> people get when you describe the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you should watch it. It's it's incredibly inventive. I don't think it's as um, what's the word? It's not as well thought out no. as everything. But you can kind of like see you. Yeah. You you see that movie and you see everything everywhere all at once, and you're like, you, there's a straight line. It's like ah, I understand. Like how you got to this from where you came from? Yes, it makes perfect sense. It's a very weird movie, mm. and um, famously the 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 they had like, obviously Daniel Radcliffe is in the movie as in, uh, right? But there's a a body double thing, like, what do you call it? Like a prop body, Mm. which looks creepily like him, right? Like, it really looks like a dead Daniel Radcliffe. And even like, they brought the, (laughs) they brought the corpse onto an episode of uh, Graham the Graham Norton Show. And it's, it's fucking weird. Like, this (laughs) this corpse of Daniel Radcliffe is sitting next to it. And I forget was on the show with him, and it's like, because it looks like it's, it's it's very well done. But I'll yeah, have
2: to look it up.
1: Sorry, this th- is not off on a tangent now, but you just mentioned the corpse of Daniel Radcliffe sitting next to someone, and I just I just struck my head. We've had so many Hollywood remakes of classic comedies. Where's the modern weekend at Bernie's? Like, how has no
0: one thought to remake oh. that movie? <laughs> I think maybe the sequel ruined it because yeah, they made people. a sequel to it and then like obviously because like do you know have you heard do you, do you know this movie Weekend at Bernie's probably only from watching How I Met Your Mother no?
2: I know of it I've never seen it
0: I don't think it's that good of a movie I don't think it's something that will stand up now like I haven't seen it no, I, I only saw it when it came out at yeah but Lee do you know what the what the premises of that movie is I do okay so Like, how do you, how do you, how do you stretch that out? Like, we are going to, we are going to use this, pretend that this dead guy is still alive. You couldn't do that today because like some of the shit that they were pulling in the 80s, it's like people would just see right through that. It's like nobody's going to believe that this dead guy is alive. You know what I mean? Like.
2: But but that's what makes, that's what gives an opportunity to make, to do a remake in modern times and find some clever ways
0: Find some, new, to exactly,
1: find some new ways to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, think, they, have, I a to have, a, to uh, they have a dead Bernie on a team's call, you know.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> <He's, he's father. laughs> a green like, screen. You could be a robot. AI? <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I guess. Look, um, somebody, some internet movie reviewer dude, once said that you can pretty much make a good movie out of any concept. Like anything can work, and then like everything you do all at once kind of proves that. But I suppose you could make a a good Weekend at Burners again. But if they did like a shot for shot remake or something, I don't know. I don't know. No, I no, want no. no. Shot for shot remake sucks. I don't I, even.
2: I mean, we, we spoke briefly about Mean Girls, the remake, and without going into detail, spoiler for anyone, you also said that the reason why you don't think Weekend at Burners will work is because there's a sequel. There
0: was a Mean Girls 2. I, I yeah, but, <laughs> but the, the difference is, is that that was a sequel in name only. I've seen some of that movie. The actress that, that is in it, I think she's like a, a, a Disney. I know her from stuff, and she's not terrible. I didn't watch um, it. It's I've seen some of it. It's not good. Like, it's it's not even... They They literally just took a teen movie where there's a bully and they just said Mean Girls 2. It's like nothing about it is like the thing, the reason why Mean Girls is such a classic is that because it is obviously legit funny. Like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's laugh out loud funny um, and but it's not just a funny movie. There's, it actually has something important to say. There's like actually genuinely good performances. Like There's, like, stuff that happened in that movie that is iconic, you know, like, I'm a cool mom, you know, (laughs) that that it's like, these are classic lines, The movies filled with stuff like that. Um, And that's why it, like, stood the test of time. Um, So then when you make a sequel, there's nothing to do with Like, it's just a lot of that. Most people don't even know there's a sequel.
1: It was a straight-to-TV thing, though. It wasn't even released in the... Yeah, know, yeah. T- but straight it's, it's set
0: in the same school, with the same principle. It's actually just... Yeah, but, like, uh, the fact that the guy got Tim Meadows to be in it again, like, he was like, I need a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Tim Meadows is a funny guy, but he's not, like, he's not Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the same, like, um, what's his name? Is it Eugene Levy? Yeah, Eugene Levy, right? Was... um. Oh, in the father, American Pie movies. The father in American Pie. Yeah. There's like 50 American Pie movies. I know. Movies, right? He's in all of them. Just collecting a paycheck, you know? And like even, even the fact that he's in there makes no sense. I've seen some of those. I've movies. seen most of them. I've seen <laughs> like, most of them. right? it's like, why is his dad... I can't remember what the, what the character's name was. Like, well, why is that by his dad today? He's just in there. because like they needed connective tissue.
2: Okay. I have not seen a single American Bible.
0: Oh really? Oh, oh, this is interesting. This is wild.
2: I was just about too young to get oh, it on my own, and young. my parents said no, so I just didn't. And by the time I was old enough, the phase it had passed. So
0: look, that movie, that movie is a Put it like <laughs> that. It's.
1: it's <laughs> row. I actually love that era of movies. That that mm. grosser comedy because. Oh, mm-hmm. People don't do that anymore they try to do it now recently the uh, jennifer lawrence one um oh no but uh, that's a good movie no hard feelings but the thing with that movie is it, my biggest problem with that movie is it tries to be too good of a movie because it, it's like halfway through the movie it stops being a gross out comedy and starts to be like almost almost bordering on drama mm. and it's like you
0: guys didn't commit to the to the to actual the bit, yeah yeah you didn't commit yeah. They were trying, they, they, they did try to add some substance. They were trying to yes. put needles. They were trying yeah. to have a message. But uh, yeah, no, but I enjoyed No Hard Feelings. It was a good movie. Um, oh my word, I just saw no, American
1: Pie, kept, they keep making movies well. There was a recent one in 2020. Yes, yes.
0: I like, uh, and it's the first it's film lovely. not featuring Eugene Levy or any nudity. Yeah, because Eugene Levy was like, fuck that, I'm in Shit Creek now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm making that shit's Creek money. I need Which to be if crazy. you've never seen, please fix that. I have watched some of it, but not all of it. So I watched YouTube's all kidding. of it.
2: Oh, I watched yes. all of it and some of it a few times.
1: I was going <laughs> to say because I was about to say to that's perfectly up your alley.
2: It is up my alley. It's completely it up my alley. I love all the characters, and if I watch it too much, I end up picking up one
0: of the accents. So I do have to be. <laughs> oh them. really? Oh, that's amazing. Also, thanks. You, David. Also, <laughs> <fans>. you, David. <laughs> the, pro- the problem with that was well, not a problem per se. Um, the first few episodes are okay. Yes, it's, it's not yeah. like like most sitcoms. Like it's, it's just the, the same. Like even if you watch The Office, Sprager, the link, Yeah, whatever. Of it, it takes a while. So I know it's Like I know like all the memes and the gifs and whatever. There's clearly something um, going on with that show. I just I only watched a couple like, of I will say episode. that, for shit's
2: Creek my personal opinion is that it's not the jokes that are funny, but the I was characters.
1: about to say. And and and, and what? It's not the jokes that are
2: funny. It's the characters. Yes, and and
1: and and here's the thing: the thing that will stay with you about that show more than anything else is not the laughs. When you eat, like the final season, it's like some really serious, heartfelt moments, like so much growth, (laughs) like serious character growth and development, and
0: you will root for these characters by the end. I mean, there's still funny shit, but it's like I remember like. um, like it was all non-contextual for me because i i didn't watch the show like i'd only seen one or two episodes but i remember when that last season dropped um when the finale came on uh like my twitter feed was like for two or three days was just people talking about shits Creek but like i said i had no context so people were talking about what the characters were doing and how happy they were and that finale
1: is is just about a perfect 30 minutes of television it's, it's like four seasons, right, or like it's or more, but longer. I think. I think it's a like bit the longer. like the perfect five. amount. It's like five, seasons, five seasons. Five seasons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's that that last finale is just
0: perfect. That's from start to finish. You will tank and be happy. Reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> like seriously. Maybe I must start. I must start watching that because uh, I do need a um, like. A, I haven't had a isn't like a good. I'm like re like my kids are rewatching How I Met Your Mother, um, which. Is mostly a good time. space, <laughs> <Kerman's> <laughs> It's mostly it's, a good time. they like, swallow
1: something. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's like I, I don't rate time with your mother that highly at all. Like so, we we've been so I don't know why. I've, I've been, my wife Trisina, can't tell anybody why either, but she missed out on a crap ton of like iconic sitcoms. That's mm. yeah, why I mentioned earlier that we recently watched Seinfeld because mm-hmm. we went through like. Like Seinfeld Parks in the Rec, The Office, Arrested Development, Malcolm in the Middle. We've been going through all these sitcoms. Um, Arrested
2: Development is so funny.
1: we busy, we're busy on the last season right now. That show was whack. That's the, the 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 last, it's the
0: last season, the Netflix season. I don't know which one. It, I think because so. Or is it? Or maybe it was Amazon. I can't remember why. the show got signed, got saved after it got cancelled. Yeah. And apparently uh, it's really bad that last... No,
2: yeah,
0: Jordan. I didn't, I didn't watch that last season. But yeah, um, it's,
1: it's, it's, a, it's weird going through all the sh- old shows though and seeing all the stuff. The Office. If you mm. when you watch The Office, it's hilarious watching The Office and then recognizing the memes, all the gifs that, that you see all the time
0: in those episodes. <laughs> I don't know, like, the, uh, I could I could never, like, Parks and Rec, I've started watching in bits and pieces, and it's, like, up my alley, but nobody here likes it. So... But The Office and Parks and Rec have exactly the same problem. The first season yeah. is trash. No, yeah, I know that. Like, I know that, right? But even the first season for me, I, like, I can see this is, this is my kind of shift, right? Yeah. But funnily enough, The Office just... It just never did anything for me. I just I, I don't it. know what it is about the show. Um, I've like watched I don't know maybe like one like it's just I don't know. It just it just I
2: like the audience.
0: I don't love it, but I, I do like it.
2: it. Talking about the memes, the first meme that I saw that I had no idea where it came from, and watching it in context was awesome. was... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie and his like (laughs) evidence (laughs) board.
1: That is something I've only seen in pieces. I've never watched the whole thing, and it is all on Disney Plus. Actually,
0: always, Uh, uh,
1: always sunny in Philadelphia. The only
2: to watch, knowing that you're, they're just gonna offend like every type of person, every religion and race, every body type. Just go in.
0: (laughs) I only know two things about that show. I only know two things about that show. And it's like sketches, uh, not sketches, um, clips from that two shows that people have been recycling a lot in the last couple of years. And it's the, the one where the guy from Israel comes to buy the bar and they're like, hey man, like I don't know where you're from, but in America, you don't just move into people's places and take the <laughs> land. Like, the, the relevance is obvious, I would imagine. Yeah. But the other one, which, um, which I find a lot funnier, there's a scene with, I don't know like I don't know what the characters are, but it's they're in like a hardware store or something. And then the guy's like talking about I got a boat. Do you know this this bit? No. And he's like, yeah, I got a boat did I? And so he like the whole reason you got the boat is so that you can take girls out. Because like when they're on there on the boat, then you know you take them, you take them underneath and you know what's gonna happen. Huh? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You know, because of the implication. And it's like, what implication? <laughs> you know? The implication because they're alone on a boat, you know, so they won't say no. It's like, so what's the implication? It's like, no, there's no implication. You know, like the implication. And he's like, like um, so are they like in danger? It's like, no, no, they're not in danger. Like, if they say no, then that is going to happen. Um, but you know, the implication. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> they are all
2: so creepy. Yeah. They are all awful. Creepy people. They're all just but the worst very people.
0: Funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like it's it's a sitcom about the worst people you can possibly imagine. Um, and, and only the only reason it works is is because are they, they're like completely sincere sincere in their convictions. It's like they they they're not necessarily acting out of malice, but they're just bad people. They don't know that they're bad people. Yeah. In other yes. words, and and
2: they're not like the the writers are not trying to get the audience to sympathize with them. We all know they're yeah,
0: bad yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. It's like nobody's nobody's a hero here. Like no, these are just There's these no videos. redemption arc. Have you seen all of it? I think it's still on, right? It's not cancelled. I, like, I, it, I think I made it like almost a season 10. Are
2: there 10 seasons? I don't know. I
1: know I watched I many seasons. I think it's something like
0: that, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, like the people, like the dude on there that I know, I know only because he's friends with Ryan Reynolds and they've the soccer team together. Yeah. So, like I know that. <laughs> right? Have you
1: have you watched um um Lexham. No, what's the other show that he did? Um with uh Raven Raven Loft, Raven Wood. No, man, the one with the with the, the, the game video the game people. Yeah. yeah, it's called Raven Something. No, it's not called Raven Something. Uh <laughs> yes, it
0: is. It's not Raven uh
2: fight, fight
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you now Ravenwood or something like that. Like so who, who can Google faster? Who can Google faster? I'll um, tell you now. Rob McElhenney is the guy, by the way. Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. Yeah, yeah there's something of ravens. Or... No, there's no ravens in there. Maybe the game that they're working on. The game is ravens. called Mythic Quest. No, man. There's yes. something about ravens in there. The game a from... raven. No. <laughs> no, I'm just give up, Sage. No, there's something about the ravens. What? Yo, there's a show called this. There's That's so raven. <laughs> Mythic Quest, also known as Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Thank Raven's you Banquet very is much. Raven's is a DLC they No, the Quest, known as Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. No, they release a DLC for, for the game. its first season is an American comedy television series created by Charlie Day, Megan Ganz, and Rob McElney Mc- for Apple TV+. Plus. I was if right. you'd watched I, the show, you would know that they just... I'm, looking, first. I'm looking at the title card for the show, it's and it says Mythic Quest, it's, it's Raven's wrong. Banquet. <laughs> at no
1: point in the show do they ever call it that. <laughs> Raven's Banquet is something that happens, in the storyline in the game. The I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it to you again. <laughs> I, I
0: know what
1: that. you're reading. I'm telling you, it's wrong. I'm going to read it to you again. Mythic I think it's backwards. I think we're flavors, banquet point first. He's like, you know, that Wikipedia, yeah. anybody can go and edit stuff on there. It was me. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: edited it just now because I knew you were going to say that. Exactly. Exactly. Either
1: way, that show's phenomenal.
0: I watched the first episode, but I I don't I'm uh, I don't watch a lot of Apple TVs. I think I watched like um, what was it? Uh, I'm I'm watching Lessons in Chemistry, right now. I Haven't seen it yet, uh, which is really good. Um, and Silo, which was the last thing Silo I watched. Silo is phenomenal. That, which is like that was some like me and me and Silo, my wife. Silo
1: is phenomenal.
0: Me and my wife we're like we're like like new this come out every week. Can't we just keep, like it's very rare that I'm like, because I'm a, I, I don't mind things coming out weekly because it, it gives me, uh, a, it's actually easier for me to watch stuff if it if it releases in that way. Um, because you know, spoilers and and that kind of thing, but that was like really a movie. It's like, yeah, like a show. I was like, can you just drop all the episodes, please? Because I need to know what is happening. It was really good. We but, just um, um,
1: yeah, we need to watch it, for It's it's amazing. It's a fantastic concept. Especially
0: for like um, like a, a, like an, like a writer, like a, like an author, it's actually a good um, a teaching tool. Like like I mean, like if you like you want to know how to create tension, it's a good tool for that because it's based on a book as well, um, a sci-fi a series, obviously because it's a sci-fi book. But it, it is really good, and I think it's only like six episodes; it's not that long either. Maybe eight.
1: I think it's eight or so. so. Um,
0: but like. When that last episode came on, I was like, you're really going to end the season like this? next
2: <laughs> right? yeah, season coming out.
0: Uh, Not uh, soon enough.
2: <laughs> I watched *Evidence* on Apple TV. Severance
1: <laughs> <laughs> is... That really, was easily yeah, the, the best show of that year.
0: I <laughs> still have to watch that. This that year, whichever year that was. Like I think it was, it was don't it came out. My, 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 my wife doesn't up. like it. Like, I've tried to put it on...
2: *Evidence* like, is like really good. It's, it's Maybe
0: no, I'm <laughs> 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 yeah. never let late for see of it. Shemise, don't you like, don't you want to like convince her to like watch I it?
2: I'm going to work on that in Parks and Rec.
0: Yeah, yeah. You uh, like also Teller. Also, same actor. But, but, yeah, know, yeah. But the two of in both of that shows. What is his name? Um, oh, uh, um, uh, um. He's great in everything I've seen yes, him
1: in. Yes, um, I can't. Adam Scott, I make that up? Adam Scott, Adam, Scott Adam you're all right, yeah. right, you're all right, you're um, all it sounds weird, but what you need to do with severance is you need to watch it on your own until you get to the last episode and then you show her the last episode. It's gonna be sound weird to <laughs> say that, because that last episode is some of the most tense shit you've ever seen. Oh,
0: it's, okay. it's, so like
1: we've it's watched stomach
0: st- churning <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. And, we watched yeah. episode one. I've watched episode one. And I think three. I've watched the first three episodes. She's only seen episode one. Cause when I would put the others like on, then she'd be like, she's not interested. Like they didn't Why know what it was.
2: One one mm-hmm.
0: shows you a little bit too little. Yeah, for you to yeah. Be I was enthralled from the beginning.
2: You just, just a little bit confused.
0: But like, you, if I show the first episode and then jump immediately to the last episode, yeah, it's, that's <laughs> so, <laughs> funny <laughs> enough. This is how
1: I got to work. I thought I didn't do this intentionally, but this is how Trzynia ended up watching Game of Thrones. When Game of Thrones came out. She watched the first one or two episodes with me, and she was like, "Nah, not for her. She's not interested. Done." And then we get to season six, I think it is. Season, season five, season five. Um, the scene where uh, Daenerys comes with the dragon and attacks. I knew it. The, and she walks in while that is playing. She walks in and she stands and she watches this. And then she just stands there and just keeps watching because that, that scene is so good. It's enthralling, yeah. And then she was like, damn, that was really good. And I was like, do you like that? She's like, yeah. I'm like, if you thought that action sequence is cool, watch this. And I I go back episodes, I show the Battle of the Bastards with Jon Snow and everyone and she's like on the edge of her seat watching this. And she's like, this is really good. I was like, okay, well, episode 1, season 1, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I started watching it with her. And then she just, if I took a break, she just kept going. And next thing I know, she binged five seasons in about four weeks. Like, I just binged it. And so why did you not record her watching the Red Wedding? I waited for that. <laughs> I waited so long for that to watch. She was just sitting there mouth open
0: the entire season seven and season eight. <sighs> the thing for me is is that like um, I knew the Red Wedding was coming because I knew about it because of the I I didn't read the books. I didn't but I knew of the books they were like so yeah. like everywhere and whatever I read fantasy novels or whatever so I was actually familiar with The Red Wedding like from the series even though I didn't tell the stories or the context what same it was. with me but even 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 knowing it was coming it's still like what what the what the what the fuck? <laughs> like like just <laughs> you are that is a it's uh, you know that, that show frustrates me so it angers me so because it starts out so amazing and it's just each episode is just banger after banger. Like you can you can grab any single episode from like the first four, five, five seasons, any any episode. Just, most just, of season six is still pretty solid. Yeah, the first big, like the, the yeah, most of season six. But you, you can grab any episode, right, and you will receive an acting masterclass, yeah. like from somebody, right? Just everybody is on the game. And it's so frustrating because like, when you start getting to the tail end of it, it's like you can tell those guys were bored. They wanted to be doing something else. Because the story starts, like the story starts taking turns and because they are just rushing through it. It's like they wanted to get through a contract. Well, there's two things that happened.
1: Two things that happened. One is George R. R. Martin, that motherfucker still hasn't finished <laughs> writing those books. <laughs> How many years later? So I mean they literally ran out of material to adapt. They they had nothing to work on. Firstly. I mean that's
2: a man. Bit-
0: yeah, so... No, I mean, that, it's not on them. That's on George R. Martin. They, when, they stopped, they should, when they started season one... I think you should sign
2: one. on a
1: TV series until the book series No, but but working. honestly, Shamis when you started season one, would you have ever thought six seasons later, the next book is still not out yet? No one would have thought that. Nobody. I mean, it's that's like six, that's six years later, this guy still hasn't been written the next book. And it's like, that was the first thing that happened. The second thing was, I mean, that release started on season six. You I mean, can see it slipping. There was just, there's just these gaps and stuff. There's some amazing stuff in season six, but you can still see it slipping. And then, it was them getting a deal with Lucasfilm. Or was it... Yeah. They it Lucas to, to make Star Wars. To, to make, Star make, a, Wars make a Star Wars trilogy. But the funny thing was, they got this deal to make the Star Wars movies. HBO literally told them, we're giving you a blank check you can stretch the story out as long as you possibly want this there was so big it's the biggest show in the world we don't want it to end like and they were like nah we'll wrap it up in two seasons because we need to go make star wars movies and then they wrapped it up and they didn't make star wars movies that old deal fell
0: apart (laughs) (laughs) the irony is it's like i can tell you know that yeah the star wars thing the Star Wars thing fell apart because of how poorly received. How, yes. how poorly received the ending of Game of Thrones was. It was, and it's like it's so stupid because they would have been they would have gotten that deal anyway. They they were completely like I mean, even if you watch behind the scenes, um, or there's a documentary about the final season. Um, uh, I forget what it's called that they made themselves they make themselves look like Nath Cooper in their own documentary, right? <laughs> There's a there's a scene. Um there's a scene in the in the in the in the end when uh Danier is like coming over the 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 sea, right, with all his ships and stuff. And then she gets attacked by um I forget the guy's name. Um oh, uh, I know you one of the that Greyjoys. That.
1: Yeah, I know you're talking about that.
0: the The Greyjoy brother, uh, like the older the, the new brother oh, was like I a know. pirate. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I think uh, I can't remember his name right now. So many characters. But anyway, they, their fleet attacks their fleet, and there was like a bit of war and this, like sinking and they injure one of the dragons, right? In the in in that documentary, right? People like ask the question, how did they not like how did they not anticipate that when they were crossing the sea because. They had encountered that guy before, apparently, or whatever. Mm. And then, like, one of, the, one of the producers, Benioff, Davis, Davis and Benioff, whatever their names is, he's like, yeah, well, then he just kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. It's like, what? You're, like, running a military campaign to invade, right? To invade a whole other continent, and you just forgot that there's a major naval fleet between you and the land that you are trying to get to. You just forgot. <laughs> right, and then over and above that, it's like even even that battle, as you see it happen, that naval battle. How is a dragon flying in the sky, not seeing a moosey fucking fleet of ships, just sneaks up on them <laughs> before that ship shoots it with a with a a, a ballista? It's like no oh man, no the, the, guy. What pissed me the most about that whole thing? For what was it?
1: Six seasons, five or six seasons, we kept hearing about the army of the, the night, you know, and they're coming and, and then they rock up there and oh, it's the like, White Walkers. the White Walkers are coming and it's going to be like the biggest battle everywhere. And it's literally a single fight, a single fight that takes place that like a small contingent of people are fighting and they still win. It's like, how was that army supposed to, you know, march through the entire world when some brass under
0: underarmed, you know, they were out and, up with, the and, and they still won. And they still won. It's like and it's like, like, you know, the problem with them is, right, is that one of the like one of the appeals of that story of that book, right? Of that book series is that when when John when John um not John Snow, um what is it, Daddy's name? When Ned, had, dies, when, stock. Ned, when Ned Stark dies, when Ned Stark dies at the at the at the end of the first book, because I've I've read the books, yes. right? He, he dies at the end of the first book as well. He dies at the end of the the, the first season, right? When that happens, that show is telling you, you don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, everybody's right? game.
0: like you like these two sentences. The problem is is that they attach themselves so much to this idea of you're never going to know what's going to happen. That they started doing things that don't make sense. So, like when that battle with the White Walkers happened, it's like you cannot set up that Jon Snow is go- is like constantly. It's Jon Snow and the the Night King. They are constantly put like put at mm-hmm. opposite ends when when the when the first invasion happens at the um, I think it's called. Cold stone or something like that. When they when they're yeah. busy leaving and then they get like and like all those people die and they've just make it out to see just in time, right? And and other occasions with the two of them like encounter each other. It's clear that they like these two men. They need to face each other. This is the main protagonist now. This is the main antagonist. And when they this ends when they meet. It's obvious you've been setting it up the whole yeah. time, right? It's okay to sometimes plant a seed, mm. and like that's actually what's going to happen. I like read somewhere that that the like the night king dies and it's Arya Stark that kills, oh, yeah, him. kills him, yeah, right? And the only reason she's the one that kills him is because number one they didn't want it to be John because then it's obvious, right? Because they wanted it, it needs to be a surprise. But then the only options then for who can kill him is Arya or... Um, the big woman. Um, Brienne of Stark, Brienne Thoth. of, of Thor, sorry. Because they are the only ones with Valerian steel weapons. Right? With a magical weapon that can actually hurt these people. Or, or that guy in particular. And then it was like, well, I guess it has to be Arya. It's like, that's not how you decide to... <laughs> that's not how you, you make these decisions. Oh. It's, the, the, my
1: pet my, my peeve of that was the whole thing with Jon, you know, the whole reveal that he's actually Aegon Targaryen. And then nothing comes of it. Absolutely, absolutely do anything nothing. nothing. The big reveal that they've been hinting at for ages about who's Jon's real mother and it's like, nothing happens. It, it features not one
0: but like the only part. reason. The only reason it has any significance is so that it can be awkward when he bangs his auntie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember reading reading an article gosh I can't remember if it was an actual interview if it was just somebody that was thinking about it that said that they believed that the reason George RR R. Martin struggled with the final book was because of having to constantly surprise the audience and at that point the show was so popular that every single kind of ending had already been discussed in the forums and there was so much pressure on having to come up with something new that he just froze and...
1: But
0: the thing is, and, yeah, the problem, I understand that's exactly that. the problem.
1: But the thing is, is also, I, I don't, I can't, I, so I can't understand that problem, but I also don't, like, fully forgiving, because the man made promises so many times and then literally just went and did other stuff, like, nonstop like non-stop just signed up this project he's going to write this comic book he's going to help write this the story for this game he's he just did everything else except try to write that book like non-stop
0: for years I find it like, so amusing but it's like but this is kind of the thing that I'm saying man it's like you don't like at a certain point it's not necessary to surprise us anymore Yes, movie. just like right? we we are invested in these characters now like we care who I'm John so, Snow is
2: I'm, as as much as I like being surprised. There's also a level of satisfaction yes. having a story go the way that you assumed it would.
0: Yeah, there is some enjoyment to be had in that. So long as it's not like, like, it's 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 like it's like a romance novel, right? Like they have to end up. They together. have to end up together, right? Your job isn't to make the ending a surprise. Your job is to make the they meet cute beginning and the eventual romance, that journey needs to be interesting. And if in that journey there are surprises, that's just one tool in that toolbox, but it's like it's okay if the story, like it's okay if we guess how the ending is going to, to, to go. Like it's, it's fine, it's like what do you think is going to happen? If people are like, well fuck, I knew they were going to kill the Night King, cock like, That's not going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, oh. Well, the, the good guys won. Oh no, <laughs> what's gonna happen? It's crazy.
1: There's a um, uh, Raymond E. Feist, if you know his work, my, my favorite. I love him so I, I still, I love the Rift All books and everything. He, he mentioned a thing once, and I, I think about this as well. Where uh, there's a character, if, I, I don't know if is, I don't know if you've read the, the Rift Tour books and everything from Raymond E. Feist. Well, there's a character in the books earlier on don't. called um, Macross, Macross the Black who is this super powerful wizard. Um, you don't really know much about him up, up when you when you first meet him. It's very, very vague. Eventually, you discover his whole backstory. But early on in the, in the stories, he would pop up here and there, you know, just a few moments here and there. But fans loved this character, loved this character so much. And they kept wanting more and more of Macros. And um, Raymond Files, used was very sparingly. And I remember him saying once at a... At a, at a Talk or interview or something saying he uses the character very sparingly because, um, uh, what's the literary advice? Chekhov's gun, um, which says, yeah, 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 If you show a gun in scene one of a play, you better have used that gun by scene by actor, or whatever you know, there's a reason for putting it in the story. And he says, he, That's why he doesn't put macros in everywhere because if macros is in there, you have to use him. And later on, he starts putting macros more and more in the story because he's like, people want to see this happen and he's going to give them what they want. And he's like, and it becomes fucking awesome. It becomes really cool. And it's like, you hear his backstory and it's exactly what fans were theorizing. It's like, you know, it's everything that we've been talking about for years and it's like, ah, we were right. And everybody fucking loved it. You can find that awful place into that.
2: Yeah. a lot i mean think okay, no, it's also based on comics but still like marvel tends to give you the ending that you you were 99 percent sure but like a one percent surprise
0: yeah it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like i just put a little to a it yes. like, put a little mm-hmm. twist on it it's, it's like, like the same like with, with in-game like the scene that i was waiting for for uh, at in-game like that i was like um is when it's just steve rogers and it's and just Thanos. Thanos because that's what happens. There's a moment in the comic books where yes. that happens, right? So they gave it, they did it a bit different because like in the, in the comic books, the two of them actually, they like end up face-to-face, face face. Face, right? And in the movie, they, they did it a bit differently, like Cap is on that side and Thanos is on that side. And then Portals obviously happens when everybody comes in and it's amazing, right? But I got that moment where it's like, it's just me and you now. And like, I guess I'm like i out man, I'm out gunned. And here you are, and now you bring all this. So it 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 hints at what I was expecting. It's okay sometimes to give people like if sometimes if somebody wants a hamburger, just give them a tasty hamburger. You don't have to give them a Gatsby. That's with gourmet kale and roast <laughs> like what like what fancy land meat and whatever. It's sweet. like. What a
1: freaking amazing segue back to the menu. One of the best movies we (laughs)
0: saw. One could almost say I planned it that way. (laughs) Do you see what a good host I am? Do you see what a good host I am? I could see we were drifting, we were going away from what's the best movie of the year, and I brought that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie was very really good though. Oh and unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do a quick a quick exercise, right? So like I said, my favorite my the best movie was the editing. My favorite was Mean Girls, and we, we all went through our stuff. You guys are mostly like everything, every all at once. But let's just say just good and bad. I'm going to say the movie name. You say if it's good or bad. Like, very simple. The menu. Good. good. Top Gun Maverick. Good. good. Twilight Eclipse. Good. <laughs> Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Very Bad. BB Bad. Good. It's a good bad. <laughs> good. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I Saw the Light. Bad. Bad. Shakespeare in Love. Good. Good. Italian Job. Good. Bad. Good. <laughs> <I did. laughs> tick, tick, boom. that thought it was good. Bad. Bad. Good. Mean Girls, obviously amazing. Yeah. Great. Smile, amazing. Bad, good. So, like, most of the stuff we watched was actually pretty good. Like, the only stuff, like, the Twilight movies were, were not good. This, this is the interesting part, though, right? So, I know I nominated Twilight Breaking Dawn. Which is but the
1: worst one. you nominate...
0: One? Did you nominate Twilight right. Eclipse, though? Yes. Okay. It was. was it Was it Jimmy? Didn't Shadley nominate it? Actually, I think it was Shadley. Shadley nominated oh it because he was like, he did wanted you, to... Did I not
2: nominate any
0: Twilight films last year? No. See, he, he nominated that because he was being spiteful. Yeah, right? Yes. He was being chaotic. I, I and then I nominated the sequel because I was like, I just want to get this done with. So, Let's just I, watch... But it was so bad I couldn't continue. Yeah, like, and I, I had, also, had
2: clean at all. Yeah, I had in a row
0: because yeah, I, I had to catch up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he actually asked us, he begged us even to please give him a break. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> and I'm, that's the I'm merciful
2: sure. masters we are.
0: I think actually what we should do, right? I think we should wait for episode 100 to do Breaking Dawn Part no. 2.
1: I say... First movie of 24, 2024, just do it,
0: get it over and done. It's <laughs> uh, not wanting my, my my, dream. I don't think I don't think this is a decision that we can make without... It uh, just occurred to me that Shadley did not send us a nomination. So maybe we should nominate to add Frickin' Door Part 2 on just UCR. I am down for it. Well, I'm not down
1: for it. But I am willing to, take, to <laughs> take this punishment and get it over and done
0: with. <laughs> um, so are you going to nominate it? Or are, you gonna, or are we going to put it on Shadley? Was a Shadley-nominated Twilight Breaking Dawn part two. I
1: will I will put what, if I'll, I'll nominate I said we all nominated, it so we can always watch it and done with. <laughs> when <laughs> I was in school, when I was in school, I was that guy, when the Afrikaans of Wonderland came along, I was the first one to get up there because I was a guy who said, do it first, get it over and done with, just take the pain in it's class. So this is what I want to do. I want my 2024
0: to be good. I want this haunting me further down the line <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, I tell you what. Like, if Chim- like, Shadley's not here, so, like, he's hot, right? <laughs> right? If Shamiz agrees, right? Don't make then- me the villain. No, no, I'm not saying you're the villain. I'm not you agree. You started this in the first place. The only reason we watched any of these movies is because of you. No one else here would have even thought of this cut. But if you agree, right, then I will. Then we. Then between the three of us, we will just decide that the movie for next week is Twilight: Breaking Dawn Part Two. Just do it. It's up, Like Shamiz, so If you, I, I'm with it. I'm with. I'm with Kerwin. Okay. Let's do We're it. You're
2: gonna do it. Let's
0: start this year the right
2: way.
1: Let's start the year right. Let's set, let's, let's set the tone for This is though. the thing. This is the thing. If you start the with Twilight Breaking Dawn
0: part two, it can only, it can only get, get, get better. <laughs> <laughs> it can only get better. Okay, so yes, here's, here's the best part though, right? We are supposed to meet in person. Well, to watch ready? that movie at my house don't you? <laughs> I'm. I'm thinking maybe we should do that. <laughs> um, I'm, like we've never do, we've never watched a film we together. We could do it. That's not right. The and the best enough. part is is we don't tell Shadley. <laughs> we just put it on. He'll be so bad. He'll, he'll pitch up. He'll pitch up. He's like, yeah, man, it's gonna do. Anyway, between the three of us, we decided we're watching Breaking Dawn Part Two. <laughs> i feel like
2: i feel like that might be a crime on some level <laughs> and he
0: could sue us <laughs> this litigation we make him sign a document before we do it oh he's gonna be so mad i don't know i don't know if it's safe like what might he do to us the rest of what can he do to us He'll what do, might he do to me <laughs> he won't do anything to you oh. like it's mad but he's like No, he's like, he won't do anything. Like, the worst he can do is nominate Catwoman. And to be honest, like, I'm willing to watch Catwoman if we do this. Okay, cool, it's settled. I will see you on Saturday. We are watching Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. It's going to be awful. The food better be good, (laughs) girl. So anyway, we agree the best movie of last year was Everything Everywhere All at Once, I guess. So I That guess was so. the best movie. that That is our number one pick for 2023. Welcome to the IGN Watchlist Awards. <laughs> you were just in time <laughs> for the end. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you Thank you for Bye-bye. Imagine I wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be the worst.